When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. This episode of At The Turn is brought to you by Blue Tees, the fastest-growing brand in the rangefinder game at every price point. The top-of-the-line Series 3 Max has everything you want on a rangefinder, like an ultra-clear display, a 900-yard range, and some things that you didn't even know you wanted on a rangefinder, like a magnetic strip so you can slap it right on your cart and pulse vibration to confirm you're locked in on the correct target. No more thinking you've shot the flag and you're actually dialed on that back bunker instead. It's also water-resistant. This beauty has it all. Get one now and make sure you use promo code TURN at checkout for 10% off. That's promo code TURN, T-U-R-N, at checkout for 10% off. Blue Tees is just doing it better than anyone else in the space right now. Get the best deal on the best rangefinder using promo code TURN at checkout. Blue Tees, play different. This is At The Turn. It's time for discussion and interviews about the world of golf you won't hear anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Nick Heidelberger and Joe Simons. Hello, hello. Welcome into another episode of At The Turn. The season's second men's major is upon us. Nick's favorite, the PGA Championship being played at Oak Hill in New York. Now, Nick, you're in the Northeast. I looked at a map. Rochester is where this golf course is. Rochester is probably about as far north as Buffalo. Is that upstate New York? Isn't upstate New York like the little little knob off to the eastern side? This is on the western side. of the, So this is this is western New York, right? Um, I don't really know my New York uh, regional nomenclature. Oh. I would think like upstate New York is anywhere but the city. That's what uh, I. But I, but I don't know. Like I would like if if it's anywhere except for one of the five boroughs, I would just think that that's upstate New York. But I am certainly not an expert. Somebody from New York, please write us and and let us know what is considered upstate New York and what is considered Western New York. Because Western New York is definitely its own region. But could it? Could it intersect with upstate New York? I don't know. I, I really don't know. If you're from New York, please let us know. I'm West Coast, Best Coast, but I was born in Connecticut. So please don't hate us. Just inform us. We're here yeah. to learn. We're here to it's teach like, and to learn. It's like Long Island, the city, and then upstate New York. That's just that's just what I would think. Just reminds me of one of those goofy maps that like, you know, people in England, what they think of America. And it's like everything west of Texas is California. Everything east is New York. And then it's Texas. And those the, the, those are the three yeah. regions of, of the United States of America. Exactly. A reminder, rate and review at the turn on Apple Podcasts. We're talking about the men's PGA Championship today. But you want to be talking about the U.S. Women's Open in July at Pebble Beach. Leave us the winner. And you have a chance to win a box of Piper golf balls. You got to be the first person to identify the winner. If you write Corda without a J or an N in front of it, you are automatically disqualified. Okay. I recently played a round of golf with a mother and a daughter. And the mother said her daughter wants to be like Nellie Corda 
And I was like, well, at least Jessica. And the daughter immediately was like, no, Jessica's not as good. I'm going to be like Nelly. She wins the majors. And I was like, whoa, dude. Okay. I'm wow. sorry. I didn't mean it. Point is, identify your quarters. There's a big difference between the two. Before we get to the PGA Championship. No, no offense, Jess. No, 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 no offense. I hope she wins now. <laughs> um, before we get to the PGA Championship, Nick, I have a I have an update from my men's club. So mm. it's, it's been well documented on this podcast that I left Glendevere Golf Course, went to Stone Creek, and um, we may have hit a snag. Uh, I think I think I think we're past the honeymoon process at Stone really? Creek Golf Club. So at Glendevere, you would pay hundred and fifty dollars to join the men's club, but with that extra fee, because typically it's around, I don't know, 50 to 75, maybe 100 to join a club. If you paid 150 at Glendevere, every round you played with the men's club was only $20. Every Sunday, 20 bucks. No such considerations at Stone Creek. I didn't play with my pop last weekend, but now that we're in May, he told me he paid $102 to play on a Sunday in the men's club, meaning if we're to play Every week out of the month, we're going to pay $400 to, to play our home course with the men's club. I think that's unsustainable, Nick. We're considering a midseason switch back to Glendevere. Really? The talks are happening. We may do it as soon as next week. Oh, my gosh. Wait a second. Hold on. So you've been you've been playing this course all year. You're just now figuring out the, the price? Well, it got jacked up because we hit May. So we oh. were paying more. It was like, I think it was 60 bucks a round, which is a lot, but yeah. it's a beautiful golf course. That's that's okay. But when you're getting north of $100 a week, that's really tough to justify. That It really is. And it, this this brings a saying to mind, that the oh. devil you know is better than the devil you don't. So you, Buddy, you knew, Glendevere, you you knew all those skeletons in the closet. You know, yeah. you knew the good, the bad, the uh, the the unmarked, uh, drop zones and, and everything that comes with it here it's like man this this is uh the grass was greener and maybe maybe it literally is greener but it is figuratively maybe it is not yeah the grass is nicer at stone creek but it's less expensive to hit off at <laughs> glendevere so i checked and nick i don't see it looks like you can belong to multiple associations at the same time like i don't think there's anything that precludes me from still being a member at stone creek while also being a member at Glendevere. So it's not, it's not like a PGA tour live situation. <laughs> so I have, <laughs> I've now d potentially doubled my chances of winning a club championship. <laughs> it's just, it's just too much money, man. Cause think about it. If you were to play four months every week, that's $1,600. I would be playing to pay my home course. If I did that at Glendevere, that would be $320. So if I did it over the course, if I play 16 rounds at Glendevere as opposed to Stone Creek, I'm saving in the neighborhood of $1,300. That's So basically, you could pay $1,600 and play at Stone Creek or pay $150 and then $20 a week to play at Glendevere. That's exactly right. Yeah. that's It should be obvious. <sighs> okay. Well. How much better is Stone Creek? Like the experience, not just the course, but like being part of their club. It's so organized. So I would say if Glendevere is, I'll be charitable and say a five. It's probably more like a four, but I'll say a five. Stone Creek is like an eight or a nine in terms of organization, in terms of the amount of people, the quality of play, the quality of golf course. It's significantly better. But also my dad is 70 and Glendevere is a little bit easier. So I think the old man is getting 
a little bit frustrated with the difficulty of Stone Creek. So I think that's a factor as well. Am I crazy? It sounds like it's obvious that I should go back to Glenny. Yeah, yeah, you go back. You gotta go back. Okay. And, All and, right. and you know what? You might have to, the next move after that is is I, I know you ruled this out late last year, but you gotta join the board and you gotta make some changes. <sighs> well it's the only for, option. Fortunately, it's not election season yet. I can wait. <laughs> We're still in spring, elections are in the fall. So maybe, maybe I do need to dive in and just become like the friggin' president of the I left and now I'm going to be the president in six yeah. months. It's, yeah. it's a very real possibility. I'm sure Lacey will love that. Um, <laughs> she hasn't heard enough about Glenavere Men's Club already. <laughs> All right. From Glenavere to Oak Hill Country Club, the PGA Championship is this week. If it sounds familiar, that's because it has hosted many prestigious events sporadically. So it's previously hosted three U.S. Opens, three PGA championships and a Ryder cup in 1995. Now the golf course, if you remember it most recently, the one you probably remember is Jason Duffner. Even that was 10 years ago. It's a long time ago. Oak Oak Hill was a tree lined golf course. It went through a years long renovation in an attempt to restore the original Donald Ross design from nearly a hundred years ago. And what that means is, like I said, hundreds and hundreds of trees have been removed. They've shaved areas around the greens, thick, juicy, rough. It's been stretched out. It's only a par 70, but it's nearly 7,400 yards. And perhaps the biggest difference, PJ is no longer in August, Nick. It's no longer Glory's last shot. It's Glory's second shot. So this is going to be in upstate, western New York, wherever it is. (laughs) And it's going to be in May. So it could be damn chilly if you get an early tee time and a certain weather pattern hits. So it'll be interesting to see what sort of player excels. You can spray it, but you got to get out of deep rough. Fair enough. That's the golf course. Now, as I've mentioned previously, two people have the opportunity to continue their quest for a grand slam. The Spaniard, John Rahm, and the Idahoan, Nick Heidelberger. Is it Idahoan or Idahoan? It's, it's Idahoan. Yeah, right so. first time. Okay. And I will tease this. Um, after the PGA, no more than one will still have the chance. <laughs> Outstanding. Good. So we know who is not on Nick's list. Well, because you're the leader in the clubhouse, I'm going to go first, and then I'll let the tea be available for you. Does that sound okay? Sounds great. Here's my dark horse. Four top six finishes and elevated events this year, including the Players' Championship, where he finished second. At 50-1, to the fiery Englishman, Tyrrell, don't call me Tyrrell, Hatton. He has been knocking on the door. He's won in the States before, which I think is big. He's not one of these European players who only comes over here for the majors. He plays the PGA Tour. I think he is due to seriously contend in majors. He's had good finishes before. He has publicly said, I hate the layout of Augusta National, which I appreciate. He's like, I don't play well there. I don't like it. This feels like a guy who is going to contend in a U.S. Open or a PGA. This PGA setup sounds very U.S. Open-ish. So I think Tyrrell has an opportunity, and I really love him at 50-1. to That's That's a pretty tasty number for a guy who's... I think he's seven in the world, a top, top 15. Certainly I may be getting him confused with my contender, 
but I know he's a top 20 player in the world. And at 50 to one, a guy who plays in the U S a lot, that's, that's too juicy to pass up. It's a really good pick. And he, um, is not number seven in the world, but he, no, I know he's not. <laughs> he, he's been really hot lately. He he's been knocking on the door. He's been in contention at 50 to one. You're right. That's a, a really good get. My dark 17. horse. He is 17 in the world. Excuse yeah, me. It's, it's, it's very good. Still pretty um, my dark horse is 80 to one. What? He is, despite being 80 to one, he is currently number one in the season long points race. Where? He's coming off back to back wins. What? And he needs a strong performance or maybe even a win to get into the US Open. It's Taylor Gooch. The man is Gooch. on fire on the live tour. The US Open changed its qualifications specifically. I don't know if they specifically did it to eliminate him, but they, they changed they the qualifications. And the only person that impacted was him. Um he's he's pissed off and he's playing great and he will have some extra motivation. All those live guys played not every single one of them, but as a whole, as a group, the live guys played really well in the masters. We all know how much more important the majors are to these live guys because it's their only chance at world ranking points, which is their best chance at getting into the the next majors. Um Taylor Gooch is in um, the last two. He's in the Open. or he's, he's in the Open. He's in the PGA. He was in the Masters. He's not in the U.S. Open. Uh, this is his chance to get in the U.S. Open. He's playing great. Uh, we will see how he does. But at 80-1, to I'd love to see, Joe. I, I don't know how to bet on stuff. And on DraftKings, I can only, pull, I can only pull up uh, outright winners. But if, if you could help me figure out how to pick like a, a top five or a top ten, uh, I'd love to see his numbers for that. So they're only going to post those today. So to pull back the curtain, we are recording this before the Live Tulsa event. So perhaps Gooch is in the midst of a three-peat right now. But you can only bet on top 10s, top 5s, top 20s, that sort of stuff, the week of the tournament. So Monday morning, those will be live. But I would encourage you to put a little sprinkle on the Goochman before that, because I would assume by the time you're listening to this, his odds are a little bit shorter than 80 to one, but you're assuming he's going to win in in Tulsa. I forgot there was a live event this week. (laughs) Yeah. There's a live event this week. I just assume that his, he's going to be bet down because let's just say he has even a mediocre week. He still won two of the last three live events. He has that motivation. I think he's a really good dark horse picnic. I love that for you. So the Gooch man, what a story that would be. All right. My contender 35 to one. Now this guy is number seven in the world. I'm Googling that again just to make sure I get he this is, right. I just, I just checked. He is. Okay. This is the number seven player in the world. He is your reigning U.S. Open champion. He finished top 10 in the Masters. He won the Heritage in a playoff over Jordan Spieth. Kind of turned into a big game hunter a little bit. I think he's going to contend in this, maybe multiple majors this year. I love this guy. Matt Fitzpatrick. Matty Fitz. We're taking him at 30 five to one again why is that number so long he's number seven in the world all he's doing is playing good recently i don't get it yeah he's a major champion already which which makes the next ones probably a little easier to get sure not not that any of them are easy but winning your first seems like a heck of a lot harder than winning your second or third um he's playing so good and he's really dialed in 
It's a good pick. 35 to 1. You're right. These odds seem crazy on some of these guys. God, well, I, gotta start, I gotta start putting some money. The odds, the odds do seem crazy, and then you'll grab someone at like 80 to 1. You're like, Taylor Gooch at 80 to 1, it's great. And then you wake up and he's six over through seven. You're like, well, I just set five dollars on fire or whatever yeah. it is. That's why I don't that's why I'm I'm more about the top five, top ten bets. Yeah. For I sure. would potentially be if I if I knew how betting worked. We'll get you we'll get we'll get you dialed in this week. All right, who's okay. your contender, Nick? My contender. Um, is a guy with six top tens in twelve events this season. That's fifty percent of his starts. He's in the top ten. Seems seems like it's pretty good. Yeah, six out of twelve. He's been in the top five in two of his last three starts. He's looking for his first ever major, though. Number four in the world, Patrick Cantlay. Mm. Got the new caddy on the bag. Joe yeah, Mahata. he's got an, an experienced caddy. Uh, a big move there. Um. I somehow didn't put his his odds down, but I, I think they're good. Why not? Yeah, why not is a very good question. He he is 22 to 1 right now, Pat Cantley. Um, he's got the new caddy. He doesn't give a shit how slow he plays. No, he does not. Majors, majors are slow anyway. I I've almost picked him a couple of times for majors. And it's so tough with people that haven't won them yet because the argument always is, oh, well, he hasn't won one. Well, you can't win a major until you win a major. It sounds dumb, but there's a lot of first-time major winners yeah. all the time. I just talked about one, Matt Fitzpatrick, and as soon as he won one, it sort of validated him. And it's like, all right, well, this guy's a major winner now. But before he did it, he's like, ah, just some some guy. Now, credit Dave McAdams last year in a U.S. Open preview, called out Matty Fitz as the winner. So he believes in him. But the point is, until someone wins a major, it seems improbable that they're going to do it. But Pat Cantley, number four in the world. The dude wins a lot. He's always up there. I think he's going to get a boost from the new caddy. We'll see. It's interesting. I think it's a good pick, Nick. Thank you. My winner. Now, this is a guy I've made fun of a lot in the past mm-hmm. when we yeah. have talked about picking winners of major championships. But speaking of knocking on the door, you want to hear his last four finish? Excuse me, his last five finishes? Yeah. T5 at the match play, T10 at the Masters, a fourth, a tied for fourth, and a second. Seven career PGA Tour wins. You know, he won three times last season. Three times this guy won last season. For some reason, I know why. He's a punching bag when it comes to major championships because he's not gotten it done in the past. I say the time is now for your friend and mine, Xander Schauffele. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Something I said I would never do. I'm picking Xander Schauffele to win the PGA Championship. Is he going to do it? I don't know. But it feels like he's going to at some point. You just got to throw the dart at the right time to hit the dartboard. And I'm hoping this is the time. It's a surprising pick. Thank you. It's a surprising pick at at 20 to 1. It's bold. Feels like more of a dark horse to me. Um, but 20 to one, that's why I like it so much as the winner 20 to one. Those just feel like juicy odds for someone who's talented. You make, you make a good point with, with his recent form, which is as good of an indicator as any, um, of how somebody's going to do. It's basically like recent form plus a hot week with the putter equals winning. Um, so it, it, recent form is there. He's theoretically a hot week with the putter away from getting it done. But he's never quite seemed to have that hot week with the putter when it really matters. So we'll see. I mean, I, I hope you're right. I, he's a love to see it guy. I, I'd love to see him get it done, but mm, I'm not convinced. 20 to 1, though. Good good numbers. 
I can't really call the number five player in the world a dark horse. Look, I'm going, I'm not going super chalk. It's like I have a tournament bracket and I've put a bunch of, you know, two and three seeds in there. I, I didn't put any of the one seeds in there. I'm trying to be clever and not be chalk, but a little bit chalk. I picked the 17th, the seventh, and the fifth best player in the world for my picks. So I'm not, I'm not going that off the board. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Sometimes like going chalk is, is there's a reason why you, you yeah. would pick it because usually those are the best players. Um, All right, okay. Nick, who's going to win? Uh, en- enough of that stuff. You, you you tell me the winner. Keep your streak alive. Yeah, I'm going chalk. Um, it's Scotty Scheffler, and and sure. there's no reason it wouldn't be. He's 8-1. to one. Um, Not good odds because he's probably going to win. Um, he's got two wins already this season. If you could pick two wins to have on the PGA Tour this year, he'd pick two pretty good ones. The Phoenix Open and the Players' Championship. <laughs> not bad so far, Chef. Um, he won the Masters last year. The guy who took it from him this year, John Rahm, also took his world number one ranking. He's got that little chip on his shoulder. He's been ping-ponging with Rahm, kind of that top spot, and it just feels like it's Chef's turn, and this is his opportunity uh, to go take it back. And he does play well in these situations, and he just seems like a guy who finds a way to make it happen. Um, he's. I just think he's going to win. That that's just kind of the bottom line. Scotty Chef also very easily could have won the match play tournament as someone who bet on him to win. He was in the semifinal match against Sam Burns and had a four footer to win that match and 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 gagged it and ended up losing. Um, I saw a quote from Max Homa last week because they were asking him about where he stands in the world rankings and he's like, basically, there's three guys and everybody else. It's Rom, it's Rory, it's Scotty, and I'm somewhere in the everybody else. And he said about Scotty, he's like, Scotty's so good, he putted bad. Like, not even good, he like or average or mediocre. He putted bad at the Masters and still finished 10th. Like, if you're putting bad on those greens and you're hitting the ball well enough to finish in the top 10, if he gets the putter figured out, he could. you could be sitting there on Saturday afternoon and he has a five-shot lead. You're like, well, I guess I'm not going to watch the PGA this weekend. <laughs> that could happen with Rom. That could happen with Scotty. I, I, I just think it would be not surprising at all if Scotty wins this in a cakewalk. Um, I love that pick. I love that pick for you, Nick. Thanks. Um, someone who we didn't mention, Brooks Kepka. Mm-hmm. He's at twenty to one. I thought about people. thought about Brooks. Yeah, thought about Brooks. Thought about Brooks. Um, Cam Young, twenty five to one. I talked to you about DJ off mic. Dustin Johnson is twenty five to one to win a major. That always feels like a good bet. Again, you're gonna wake up at some point. And Dustin Johnson's going to be leading a major at some point this year. It's just going to happen. You just have to pick the right one and whether or not he can do it over the course of an entire week. Patrick Reed is 65 to one, which feels Mm. pretty tasty. He played well at the masters. I mean, you keep going down the board. The problem with the live guys is because they play so infrequently and they are playing a lot more this year than they did last year. And certainly in a condensed um, timeframe, but like you go down the board and you look at some of these guys. And I mean, you're looking at Abe answer. He's 80 to one, you know, you just keep going down. Mito Pereira is a hundred to one. He was yeah. a he, he had to gag it away last year. Yeah, exactly. There's just there's just so many guys. Phil Mickelson is a hundred and thirty to one. He finished second in the last major. <laughs> you know that's insane. The Phil thing is interesting because he really is giving a shit this year. Like he's playing well in the live events. He obviously played well the final round at the Masters. He's he's rejuvenated. People forget that's just like a 53-year-old guy competing, which is kind of amazing because of all the extracurricular stuff. But a live guy, I wouldn't be surprised if a live guy won a major this year. Can I ask you a question that we, we didn't prepare for? Yeah, of course. Who do you want to win? Like, what's the best story coming out of yeah, the Yeah, like, like just as a fan, just turning it on, having it on your TV screen, like, who, who do you want to win? 
independent of my picks, right? To me, the most interesting person winning this tournament is Rory. That's kind of what made me think of this question in the first place. Yeah, I think there's no question it's Rory because basically, since I think it was the Arnold Palmer, he hasn't been competitive. He missed the cut in the Masters. I'm so glad we took that long drive out to Cape Cod because I was able to bet on Rory to miss the cut, uh, which is the only bet I've won in a while, which is exciting. Um, but yeah, I mean, Rory, he's not in a slump. He's the number three player in the world, and he is, you know, probably by a pretty decent margin still. Um, but he hasn't won a major in nine years, which is pretty nuts. Yeah, that's, so that's insane. If he was to get it done, that would be his third PGA, it'd be his fifth major. I think it's the biggest storyline because if Rom or Scotty win, that's cool. But they're just, you know, racking up majors at that point and continuing right. their separation from the field. But I think that Rom and Scotty, even though Rory is firmly third in the top three, they've they've separated themselves from Rory a little bit at this point. Don't you think Rory is kind of a ghost of Rory and he is number three in the world. So, that you know, take that with a grain of salt. But like Rory nine years ago is probably more intimidating than Rory today. Right. So, yeah, it's like part he's of fallible. what he's. Yeah, exactly. Um, anything else you want to hit from the PGA? If 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 folks are interested, Tiger Woods is still available at sixty five to one to win the PGA Championship in twenty twenty three, which is interesting considering he is not in the field. If and, you want to uh, place that bet, just mail your cash directly to me. I'll uh, I'll be sure to put it in for you. You'll get the same return as you would get if you place it anywhere else. Do you want to do 30 seconds on uh, the Tiger news from last week about, uh, did you hear how he dumped his girlfriend? I no, You can inform did me. Did you not hear about this? No. All right. So again, this is probably heavily speculated, but Tiger's ex-girlfriend has him in court right now. There's a lot of ugliness about non-disclosure, breach of trust, all that kind of stuff. It's really, really bad. One item that came out is how Tiger Woods break, broke up with his girlfriend. He said they were going on a trip together and he was going to meet her at the airport. He was going to meet her at the airport. And you know who was there? It wasn't Tiger Woods. Steiny. It was Steiny to break up with her. Oh my God. <laughs> now it may have been the lawyer, but I'm pretty sure it was Steiny was there. His agent, Mark Steinberg, to break up with his girlfriend. And that's how he found out about it. So Tiger, come on, man. That's so funny. Imagine like consulting nothing? with an agent to to cut off a relationship. Have we learned I mean, nothing? He he is not not changed much since he was seventeen and had to break up with his his girl his high school girlfriend uh, or his parents whatever yes, his, happened. His parents there. did it for him. Yeah, um, man, that's uh, so funny. I know sixty five to one to win the PGA Championship. So once again, I have Tyrrell Hatton, Matt Fitzpatrick, and. <laughs> Xander Shoffley. I picked Xander Shoffley to win the PGA. Yeah, he sure did. It says it right here. All right. So I have Xander. You know, say it with your chest. I picked Xander Shoffley to win the PGA. There you Nick. go. I got Taylor Gooch at 80 to 1. Mm. Patrick Cantley, you said 22 to 1. And Scotty Scheffler at 8 to 1. I, I like my card. You have to put five bucks on Taylor Gooch. If Taylor Gooch wins at 80 to 1, you say it in this podcast, you don't put at least a dollar on him. I'll I'll help you figure it out before they they tee off on Thursday. But man, okay, please, eighty to you. one, eighty yeah. to one. Okay, those are our PGA picks. It is now time for the Mad Golf for the week. It's brought to you by Piper Golf. Use the promo code Turn Ten at checkout for ten percent off everything at Piper Golf. Golf balls for plus ones. Golf balls for twenty fives for much much less than a Titleist or Callaway. The season is here. Stock up using promo code Turn Ten at checkout at Piper 
Golf. Why, Nick, we go to Oak Hill Country Club in Western mm. Upper New York. We have two Mad Golfer of the Weeks. I'll say this. Neither are really golfers, but these are just great reviews that I found at Oak Hill Country Club. Here's the first one. Quote, a useless eyesore that is inconvenient to walk drive around. This gigantic space in the middle of a residential commercial area would be put to much better use as a public venue for community engagement and civic work. People who take pride in their exclusivity rather than their inclusivity are spiritually spiritually depraved. I mean, you can say that about any golf course, really. You know, it's funny because every time I see open land, I'm like, why isn't there a golf course there? And this is how the rest of the world thinks is like they see a golf course and they're like, why isn't there something inclusive here? What I see is like when I see like a nice piece of land with some trees kind of like alongside like it's a fairway. We'll just be driving and I always like turn to Lacey and I'm like, man, wouldn't you just love to try to hit a three iron between those trees? <laughs> She's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, I would not. Um, okay, here's the next one. Our second mad, not really golfer of the week. Quote, I'm not the country club type, but I delivered pizza here on Father's Day. Gotta stop you right there. (laughs) This review is coming from a pizza delivery driver and somebody at Oak Hill Country Club on Father's Day is getting pizza delivered? Hell yeah. Keep going. I know who this is. This is you in 20 years. (laughs) Gavin knows dad loves pizza and he called it in for you. That's so true. (laughs) All right, here we go. Quote, Food was delivered to the country club staff, so I assume the club ordered it. The people I talked to shortly were very nice, and I enjoyed talking with them. On the other hand, the weird looks I got from golfers as I was driving to the clubhouse made it seem like the people golfing there were just jerks. Definitely liked the business itself, though. (laughs) That was a two-star review. That feels about right. Okay. It's okay. (laughs) That is is your mad golfer review. Of the week, Nick. Do you have any final thoughts about the uh, the PGA Championship in general? Does this rank four out of four for you in terms of interests in the major championships? Yeah, I think it does. I mean, ultimately, it comes down to what the leaderboard looks like on Sunday. Right. Um, you know, if if there's can't miss, you know, a can't miss pairing, a can't miss, you know, finish. I'll watch it, whether it's you know any of the four majors, but. Heading into the week, like Nick, you get to pick one of these and you can watch the whole thing. It's probably not the one I would pick. If you're a pro golfer, this is the one that you want to win the least. If you win it, like JT, JT has won two PGA championships. His dad was a PGA professional, is a PGA professional. I'm pretty sure his grandfather's a PGA professional. That all means a lot. If you get JT down and you get a couple beers at him, say, hey, JT, you want to trade those two Wanamakers for a green jacket? You're telling me he's saying no? Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. It should be a lot of fun, though. It's it's it is a major championship. Everything is heightened. L- last year, you had Will Zalatoris and Mito Pereira, and then you had a playoff with with Will with Willie Z and Justin Thomas, which was awesome. I love the three hole aggregate playoff. Yeah, I'm tired that's great. of the I'm tired of the one hole playoff because it just doesn't seem right. Like it seems like if you go yeah. into that situation, you have to like you can't take on any risk. Because if right. it doesn't pay off, you're instantly out of it. Whereas a three-hole playoff, you can take on some risk. And if it doesn't pay off, you can bounce back, whatever. So I love that. Like last year was was great. It was probably better than like the Masters. Scotty Scheffler won by four and he four-putted the last hole. You know what I mean? Like that that wasn't exciting. Sure, it's the Masters. You know what I mean? 
but so it really comes down to it. Like they put on a great product last year. So um, it really, I'll just, I'll watch the leaderboard. And if I need to, you know, take away time from my kids so I can watch the last two hours on Sunday, then that's what I'll do. If Taylor Gooch is one back going into the back nine, I think it's going to make some time. If it's Rory and Taylor Gooch in the last period and they're like six strokes clear of everybody else, who's not watching that? Who are you rooting for? If that's in that scenario, scenario Taylor Gooch. Of course, I, you have I, I to root for chaos. Point. Yeah, I, I root for the chaos. So uh, that's that's what I would go for. All right, it's a major championship. Let's not complain. It's going to be fun. Enjoy your week. Get out there and play some golf for God's sakes. It's the middle of May. I'm Lacey Evans. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time at the turn. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.